What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave sipping the tea over there all calm and collected because we got another Bulls win to talk about. Four in a row. They beat the Nuggets Monday night. A big night in his first ever NBA career start for the Rook, Io DeSumo. We'll talk about his night. We'll also talk about the 32 points and an explosive third quarter from who else? Zach Levine and that three-man bench that Billy Donovan used on a shorthanded night. They all had their moments. That's all coming up on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and a welcome into Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson, over there at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. Hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. This episode of Locked on Bulls is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill, the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for those subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Also, just another quick reminder, this Saturday, December 11th, at Now Arena, home of the Windy City Bulls out in Hoffman Estates, myself, Big Dave, our whole crew of Bulls podcast family members, including Seabred Fred, Salim from Bulls Gold, the Bulls on Tap guys, and I also just heard, uh, we're adding to that, Ricky O'Donnell of SB Nation yeah. and Cash Considerations. He's going to join us there, too. Tickets available. The link to get tickets to this event where we're going to be doing a halftime roundtable discussion of that Witty City Bulls game uh, is in the episode description, whether you're in your podcast feeds or here on YouTube. We look forward to seeing you there. Big Dave. Big yeah. win. Another four-game winning streak for Mr. Levine. How about that, huh? <laughs> oh, it, it's got to feel good for him, right? <laughs> it's got to feel good. Like, seriously. You can't get in any worse than this. Like, only get better. Let's go for five. Why not? But, you know, the big story, and, and we'll get to Zach a little bit later on, but let's start with the biggest story. Obviously, because of Tamar DeRozan, just a couple hours before tip-off, um, you know, being placed in league's health and safety protocols, a big blow there. Um, but it means next man up. And on Monday night, next man up included the rookie Io DeSumo in his first career start. Big Dave, he played 42 minutes in his first <laughs> NBA start, man. It's crazy. He, <sighs> he was just so good, man. Like, I'm just sitting here, and I'm just recalling the game in my brain. It was amazing what he was doing. It was just really, really, truly special. I mean, because you look at those numbers, you know what I'm saying? In those 41 minutes, you look at 11 points, you see six rebounds, you see eight assists, and you're like, well, you know, that might be an average. That's a cool game. But just like Lonzo Ball, it's the game within the game that he was playing. Now, the field goes, I mean, four or six, but that three-pointer he hit was a big key three-pointer. He was wanting to hit up huge three-pointer. That eight assist is what stands out to me, Matt, because that's letting you know that this kid is a playmaker and he is good at getting people involved and everybody on their square. But what the biggest thing is, the biggest thing I think, Matt, is the defense. The defense that that kid was playing on that other end. It's good when you have somebody at the size that he has. And, you know, and again, we talked about this a lot on the show. Because, you know, it, it, the ability to switch, you know what I'm saying, and, and play any position in the guard, any position they switch you to, 
is key for this team. And it's going to be super key because all the people that are down that I'm sure we're going to get into later. But it's super key mm-hmm. for a guy like that. And I just love mm-hmm. the way he did that on the defensive end because there are two main plays that just were great because he started them. Uh, the one steal that he got where he got it with his left hand because mm-hmm. he was the defender was trying to post him up on that baseline, wouldn't let him do it, took the ball from him all the way to the hoop, buckets. Then the other play, Matt, when Joe Jokic, Jokic, the MVP, is getting bodied up by, by uh, Vooch, and Vooch did a good job defensively against this man. He really did. When he tried to pass it to nobody, boom. Ayo gets the ball. What's he do? The underhanded Rick Barry toss-up to Zach Levine right. yeah. so he can get that <laughs> smooth dunk, man. He played great and played within himself, man, and his confidence really spurred on the Bulls. Yeah, it's what you you heard Desumu talking after the game that, you know, Billy came up to me an hour before tip-off yeah. and told me I was starting. You know, that's that's not a whole lot of time to, to mentally get yourself ready for a big moment like that when you're not expecting to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you've gotten comfortable playing this reserve role off the bench. You're playing a big role, right. but what you have become accustomed to is I'm going to come give this team a spark off the bench every night. And now, as a rookie, saying, nope, you got to start tonight. Uh, and not only start, but like I said, play 42 minutes. Crazy. You know, you're right to bring up some of the not only intensity, but a combination of intensity and, and focus and intelligence on the defensive end that we're seeing from Io already as a yeah. rookie. But then also, you know, I, I know you're a big U of I guy, Dave. I'm sure I you lot, watched a lot more of Io mm-hmm. in college than I did. I watched some Io in college. I watched some U of I games, but. He, you know, he he was a combo guard for that U of I team, but he played a, a lot of point guard. A lot. And he yeah. hasn't really been handling the ball all that much for the Bulls this season because they haven't needed him to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're playing a quality opponent like Denver coming into Chicago with the rating MVP, Jokic, who they didn't face when they played him in Denver a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And you got, like, Io bringing the ball up in a close game in the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And, oh, mm-hmm. by the way, a, a career, an NBA career high, eight assists for Io. Mm-hmm. Some of them were in transition, like that yeah. beautiful lobby through to Lonzo on the exclamation mm-hmm. point of a fast break. And some of them were just smart half-court offense where Io said, you know, I can play off the ball and I can knock, take and make, knock down a, a big three-pointer in a, in a game if you need me to. I can right. make these plays on the defensive end. I can also distribute. He's just showing us more and more and more with every opportunity he's given. And Matt, the other thing I talked about, and you all don't have to go back and listen to this because I talked about it when he got drafted. But the one thing I was trying to point out to people when he was playing that point guard position in U of I was how good uh, he made uh, Kofi Cockburn because Cockburn is dope. I ain't saying he's Mm -hmm. not. But Io was giving him the easiest, the most beautiful passes so where he could do all he had to do was lay lay it in or dunk it. You're seeing that now. You're seeing it now. I saw it yesterday for sure when he went on that baseline and he threw that joint no look to my main man, Tony Bradley. Shout out Tony Bradley, who was doing his thing again, who I told y'all you need to lay off of because he's a backup center. That's what he is. And that's what he was doing is backup center stuff. Shout out Tony Bradley for doing his thing. But that pass that he threw him at underneath and he went in with that vicious dunk. I just call flashbacks of U of I, of him and uh, Kofi, uh, Kofi Cockburn doing that mm-hmm. same kind of play. It was great, man. Also, when you said that <laughs> he told him an hour before that, yeah. that he had to play, Donovan also told him, I need you to be who you are. Yeah. And then he said, well, what was Kofi, Kofi's response? He said, Kofi was unfazed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, come on, man. This dude is special. This is Chicago stuff. 
Like you, I, the cool part, Matt. Like after the game when they were talking to him about you know saying his name, you know, from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? In the mm-hmm. start lineup, right? Yeah. The way he said that, you got to be from Chicago to feel what the way he said. No, nah, man, I'm from Chicago. Like the way right. he said that was so Chicago because it felt like right. me. Like I right. said, I've said that many a day, man. No, nah, bro, I'm yep. from Chicago, man. No, I'm from no, yeah. no, I'm from Chicago. Shout out you about I'm from Chicago. You know what I mean? We right. say it with some love and some real determination in our thing. And and you know, of course, Bulls fans who remember the the Rose era, you know, th- there's that connection of oh, hearing yes. Derrick Rose being said from Chicago every oh, yes. night for every Bulls home game and that being a like a a real like, you know, tugs at your heartstrings kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Io was so young when Derrick Rose was balling out for the Bulls that like he didn't even really like they were talking, you know, the media was talking to him about it after the game, but he didn't even really make that connection. Yeah, yeah. Like he he made that decision himself when they said, "Oh, you know, what do you want for your starting you know starting intros? I want to be known from Chicago." Right. He like didn't even put it together <laughs> that that's how D Rose was also introduced. We but man, Chicago. the other thing that I was thinking about, and I tweeted mm-hmm. about it at one point last night after one of the many impressive IO plays, is that I I'm thinking back to the 2021 NBA draft and like okay. The Bulls convey their, convey their first two picks to Orlando because of the Vooch trade. We don't have a first-round pick to worry about, but what's going to be there at 38? Will one of these players be there that 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 I've been looking at for potential second-round gems? And Io falls to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago hometown kid, U of I product that had a number one Illini seed in you know in the tourney this past spring. And I I honestly, Dave, do not understand how 37 teams passed on this kid before the Bulls took him. How did Io fall all the way to 38th, man? I, I still don't get it. It makes no sense. We talked about that a lot on this show. Like, you and I were just like, what? How? Because we just, I told you the story of how I was out of town, and when they got to 30, I was like, oh, Io, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, he'll be gone by the time to get to 38, you know? Yeah, it'd be cool to right. both him, but he'll be gone by then. You know what I'm saying? He's too good. And then I'm like, wait, the Bulls got who? You know what I mean? And then my freak out started in a restaurant. But I'm just, I'm, it's it's amazing because all it did for this kind of guy was put more of a chip on his shoulder because he already shows you he plays with one. So when you put a, more of a chip on a guy's shoulder like that, he's going to be extra motivated and work extra hard. Lonzo talked about it in the press conference, like, dude, he's always in the gym. Like, Lonzo's mm-hmm. telling you that. Lonzo Ball lives in the gym. And he's right. always telling you, this dude's always here. My God. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man, he's he's just been amazing, amazing, amazing. I loved your tweet, Matt, when you said, the more I see him, every minute I see him on the floor, the more I fall in love with him. It's so true. Right. Yeah, because, you know, he doesn't, you know, occasionally, you're like, ah, that's a, that's a rookie play right there. Like, maybe a, a, a bad foul or two that I can remember where it's like, you know, give the guy the bucket or make a hard enough foul. I've seen Io be guilty of that a couple times. That's a super common rookie thing. Yeah. But for the most part, he has way fewer of those moments when you're watching young players and rookies in particular where you're like, oh, you know, it's like 70, 30, good, bad. And and yeah. it's like you, you have to get through those frustrating, growing pain kind of moments with IO. It's just like, oh, yeah, you need me to hit this dagger three in a close game on the road. Sure. Oh, you, you need me to make this big game changing, momentum changing play on the defensive end. Sure. Oh, you need me to start and play 42 minutes. Sure. <laughs> oh, you need me to dish out eight assists. Sure. Every single moment, and and Zach and Lonzo, who were at the podium together last night, both just yeah. kind of smiled and nodded along as everyone was like, "So, Io, not afraid of anything." And they were like, "Yeah, he's not afraid of anything. Never a moment too big for Io." Another really fun game to watch from him. And look, silver lining of a bad case scenario, 
Sounds like DeMar is going to be out for a while, mm -hmm. uh, at least 10 days, or maybe he you know, has two negative tests in a row. We're probably going to see another start, at least one or two more starts from Io. Yeah. You know, opportunity for him to grow his game and grow his confidence. All right. We also have to talk about the game that Zach Levine had night uh, or last night, uh, a 32 pointer, and he was big in the third. We'll get to that in just a minute. First, I mentioned at the top of the show, today's episode brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why, Big Dave, free trials renew without your consent? Tell me, because man. it's a business scam out to get you and get your hard-earned dollars. Don't no. let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need or want or simply forgot you had. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. That's a lot of scratch. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link to your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one easy tap. And your Truebill concierge is always there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over collectively $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Right now, go to Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com. Slash locked on NBA. It is freezing outside. It is cold here in Chicago. You don't want to be out there. And you know what starts happening to people, you know, who reach a certain age? You start feeling it in your limbs. You start feeling it in your muscles. You start feeling all that tension. It starts hurting. You can't go outside to go get no bone to put on it because it's too cold out there. So what do you need? You need something. And I'm going to tell you what you need. You need that gin for Theragun to put right on the muscles and work it right on out. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. It is the Zach Levine of handheld percussion therapy devices. And it is as quiet shh, as an electric toothbrush. It doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain, y'all, by releasing tension. Using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than just mm. the vibration alone. Now, whether you want, you want to treat that muscle tension from working out or that injury or just the stresses of everyday life of like just watching a Bulls game or in this case, a Bears game. There is mm. no substitute for a Theragun Gen 4. That OLED screen and design makes you feel like you're holding something from the future. But you just go to your, their website and check it out and get that Theragun app because it learns your behaviors and suggests guided routines just for you. Now try Theragun free, y'all, for 30 days, starting $199. Oh, shut your face. Shut That's your face. Steal therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your gen for Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. All right, moving along. We got to talk about the game that Zach Levine had against the Nuggets on Monday. And Dave, we can talk about the dominant offensive third quarter. I mean, just a virtuoso performance from Zach in the third, where he was like, All right, guys, get on my back. I got this. Yeah, you know picking his spots to get his open three looks coming around screens, picking his moments to drive to the lane. But I think just as impressive throughout that game from Zach Monday night. And I know that nobody on the planet is happier about this than our main man, Kendall Gill, the defense that yes. Zach Levine is showing us yes. on a nightly basis. And in big moments in that game against Denver, 
I mean, you you had a lot of moments that were like Zach versus Aaron Gordon, you know, the old dunk contest rivals yeah, that are now yeah. like Aaron Gordon's playing a bigger role with Denver because of all the bodies that they're missing. Mm-hmm. That one possession where Gordon got the ball on the left block and Gordon and, and Zach are similar in size, but Gordon definitely has the edge oh, as far as muscle, yeah. body weight. And he was trying to back Zach down in the post and Zach was with him moment for moment, move for move, and forced a difficult turnaround fadeaway from Gordon that airballed at the at the buzzer of the shot clock. Mm-hmm. One of many examples I saw Monday night of Zach Levine proving to us that his defense has been brought to a new level. Ho Nava level. It is on a whole <laughs> nava level. Shout out man TV. <laughs> Matt got me. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yes, man, it's on another level. When I heard just the first syllable, I was like, where's he going with it? Did he just say ho? Like, what what is he talking about? Ho, Oh, man, I used to love that skit, man. Shout out Key and Michael Key. I used to love that skit. It was the best. It was the absolute best. Um, But yeah, Zach Levine is just a whole different kind of basketball player. Like he said at the podium, this ain't last year. This ain't last year, bro. This is a whole new different team, whole different mindset. Their mindset is not the same. I talked about it on the last show, Matt, how it just feels like they play for each other. And Mm -hmm. it just, you really saw that in this game. But you also saw Zach Levine being the leader. Remember, we just used to be just talking about that all the time. Like, we know he wanted to be the leader. You know, he had the desire to be the leader, but it just couldn't put it together because everything was on him. Right. This one is different because when his guys go down, like DeMar isn't out there, Kobe isn't out there, Pat Will isn't out there, uh, uh, Javante Green isn't out there. Hell, even Stacey King is in freaking protocols. <laughs> like, it's crazy out here, all right? All these guys are gone, and Zach's like, nope, I got it. Don't even worry about it. And he came out, and it was in that third quarter, Matt. You saw that rhythm hit him real smooth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that 12-point that third quarter that he put together was special. But you're right. That defense is where it's at. That's where it's starting for him. He's he's impacting the game defensively, which is leading to that offensive impact in the in the second half, where we used to seeing him be tired last year mm-hmm. and in previous years because of all the energy he was exerting on both ends of the floor. But yeah, man, he has been great, man. And I mean, just playing great defense, and it has been real contagious. And when you look, you know, into that game, knowing you were going to be without DeMar DeRozan and thinking, okay, well, where does that other offensive production come from? Who's going to step up for it? Has to be a collective team effort. And it was. I mean, Bulls, all five starters scored in double figures. And that includes Derek Jones Jr. and Io DeSumo. Um, But I, I saw what I wanted to see. And I think probably what a lot of people wanted to see, which, which was plenty of two-man game moments between Zach and Vooch. Like, mm-hmm. if DeMar's out, Vooch becomes your number two offensive scoring threat, and Vooch scored 20 points. You know, it was not a super efficient night for Vooch, 8 of 24. I think he had a lot of shots that, like, rimmed in and out, you know, just kind of fluky misses. But even still, in a night when Zach scores you the 32 that you need from him, he also dished out eight assists. And Mm -hmm. I don't have the list of every assist in front of me, but if I had to guess, I would say four of those eight were Zach and Vooch playing two-man game and Zach Mm -hmm. finding those moments where he could, like – you know, help Vooch be Zach's helper offensively carrying right. that burden last night. Absolutely true. And and it got better in the second half because I don't know if you remember in the first half when they were running those plays, it kept getting deflected. 
uh, mm-hmm. by Denver. Right. They kept they kept knocking that ball away every time they were going because they were reading Zach and knew he was going early. But credit to Zach for reading that and saying, you know what, I need to change something. And and then he figured that out in the second half. And one thing I wanted to touch on that because this this is this is the kind of thing that, that I wanted to touch on. It, it was something I saw. And shout out to my guy uh, Dre from According to Sources. You follow him on Twitter at A Two Sources. He's the one that, that really showed us me. He wanted to talk about this. But there was a play at the end of that game. Like, the game was already over, right? Right? But it was, like, it was, it was a great indication of, like, Zach Levine's, like, maturation. So I, I had to write it down here. So he got a screen on the left side extended, right? And he moved mm-hmm. right. And he had Jeff Green on. This is when Jeff Green was guarding him. Lonzo and Derrick Jones Jr. were both on the strong side. Last year, when that, when that play is set up like that, Zach Levine shoots the three. Oh, like that's sure. that's what's happening. This time, this is what happened. He waited till Derrick Jones Jr. cleared, and Lonzo moved into that deep corner. And then what did he do? Two dribbles, pull up, wide open, cash money. That's what he did. That's the difference right there, y'all. I promise you, he would have shot that last year. That three pointer would have went up, and me and Matt would have been in here like he got to quit taking these bad shots. He got to cut yeah. this out. No. He let guys clear out. And when Lonzo, who has been doing a great job of taking his defender to the baseline with him and giving mm-hmm. guys space, he read it. He recognized it, made the move, went inside for an easier shot. It was cash money. Shout out to Zach Levine for growing and getting better, right. man. Awesome. And, and again, we, we saw it in their wins against the Knicks and the Nets. We saw it again Monday night against Denver. Moments when you think Zach might be thinking about launching another three and instead he just puts he puts his head down he beats his man off the dribble mm-hmm. and even when the help comes and the paint collapses he finishes at the rim with some ridiculous acrobatic layup which like and that's another element to Zach's game not only is he getting to the free throw line more and he's getting calls more which is you know something you and I talked about on yesterday's episode his finishing at the rim like it used to be that whether it was like, you know, he was trying to draw contact, wasn't sure if the whistle was going to come or not or whatever. Zach's finishing at the rim in the past couple of seasons has not been great. Not right. for the athlete that you know him to be and you think that he should be finishing sure. at the rim better than that because he's so explosive athletically. Sure. Some of these crazy attacks to the basket, either he's getting the call or he's getting the call and he's putting the ball in the bucket. Like th- some of these finishes, like the English – the, the way he's been using the backboard, the way that he's been, you know, using the rim to shield himself from certain defenders who are collapsing on him in the paint, his finishing is noticeably better this season, too. Mm. He has been something to behold, Matt. And he's showing the complete game. Because we talked about that a lot, right? About Zach has to show that complete game and consistently, you know, not, not just in spurts. He has been so consistent, like, all season long. And even when his shot is off, like I said last game, what was he, 9 for 20? What did he do? Right. 11 to 13 from the free throw line. Like it is, he is finding ways to impact this team. And now since it's going to be on him for the next few games, I can't wait to see the growth, more of the growth and more of the maturation of that. Yeah. Cause it's going to be on Zach first and foremost for the next handful of games while DeMar uh, gets that uh, clean bill of health while we mm-hmm. wait for him, for him to come back. All right. A few more thoughts that I want to get to on this game, including some of the, uh, the, the other role players who stepped up in their own respective ways uh, in the victory on Monday against the Nuggets. But first, Big Dave, we got a new sponsor this week. Always exciting to see a new sponsor in that ad calendar. Tell the people about the great deals available to them at Boost Mobile right now. Oh, Boost Mobile. You know they've been around. 
for quite a long time. You know Boost Mobile. You know how I know Boost Mobile, Matt, was because I remember the commercial. It was Kanye West, it was Ludacris, and it was the gang. And I was like, I want a Boost Mobile phone. Because <laughs> that commercial was amazing. Go look at it on YouTube, man. But Boost Mobile has been around saving people money for I don't know how long, but a long time, man. You want to know why? And guess what? The money don't stop. They continuing to save you some money. They got the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can share all of their insights, all of those little texts and the family threads. They can do all of those things. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do this all at the speed of 5G. Now, because they're boosts, you get the power of a free 5G phone. And so you can listen to the latest episodes of whatever you like to check out and keep up with your favorite players and your favorite teams. You switch the boost, you save money. That is the rule. You switch the boost, you save money. You like saving money? Well, then switch the boost mobile, y'all. Now, with all that money you'll save, guess what you'll do? Guess what? More Christmas presents will be under the tree. More happiness for the kids. Less stress on you. And let me hear you. Let me hear you. You want more deals? Let me give you more. Get a free Samsung Galaxy 832 5G when you switch to one of America's Ooh. largest 5G networks. They got it all. What you need? You want Boost Mobile and you got to have it. So this is what you do. You go to YouTube and you watch that commercial I just told you about with Kanye West, Ludacris, and the game. And then you go ahead to Boost Mobile. You get on their app and you save you some money and you get you a free phone, man. More power to save. You know who that is, y'all? That's Boost Mobile. All right, moving along. Big Dave, I, I, I'm going to let you take this. I know you touched on him uh, earlier on in this episode, but your thoughts on the game from one Mr. Tony Bradley last oh! time. I mean, look, just 12 <laughs> it, just twelve minutes, but like his limited mention, I think it was seven minutes against Brooklyn. Yeah. The dude came up big, you know, uh, a block here or there and some big rebounds when this, mm -hmm. you know, Lack lack of height Bulls team that we're seeing yeah. on the base desperately needed somebody out there to grab rebounds. Yeah, he, he, he had he had 12 good minutes, I thought. Yeah, I'm gonna brag for Tony Bradley because he doesn't seem like a guy who's gonna brag, but I want to <laughs> brag for him because Bulls Nation was attacking you know, Tony for a while. And for I'm not being a two-time all-star right. named Bruce. <laughs> How dare you, Tony Bradley, not be a two-time all-star? Trade him now. This is ridiculous. People were freaking out. And all I kept saying on here, Matt, because Matt heard me. He's a backup center. What do you want from him? He's all he can do is play with aggression and, and just, and, you know, be solid. Like, that's all I wanted from him. Now you start, I was, and I told y'all, I said you're going to need Tony Bradley down the line, guys, because the backup center role is an important role, and it's not like he's trash. He's just a backup center, which means he will come in and fill in those minutes while Vooch is getting the rest and look solid in that role. And guess what? That's what you're seeing, 3.6 rebounds and a block. Yes, that's what you want. And two of those points was a great dunk because oh, it was man. an awesome, vicious Whew. dunk, man. Up and down the floor is what he was doing, doing, causing havoc. Because every time they tried to come inside, guess what? This big seven-foot-tall dude with long arms with his hands up and being imposing and stopping people from scoring and then snatching rebounds. Matt, some of the, a lot of those rebounds he got were battling. He was in there mm -hmm. battling for them rebounds, Matt, and was getting them from, those, from people, man. 
I didn't even care. He even took a jump shot. I was so happy that he took that jump shot. I was like, because it was open. Just take it. I don't care. It don't, I don't yeah. care if it misses, man. And it missed for sure. But I don't oh, care. Yeah. Just shoot it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's open to you and it keeps the floor balanced. It keeps the flow going. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Tony Bradley. I think he's finally getting into a place where he's comfortable because he's a backup center. He knows his role and what he's supposed to be. So Bulls fans, please chill out on young Tony Bradley because he's a backup center and that's the role he's going to play. Just enjoy the game that you're going to see him play because you're going to get that energy. You're going to get that effort and you're going to get a guy running up and down the floor. And that's hard to find with a dude his size that's going to be running up and down the floor like that finishing and blocking shots shout out tony bradley doing your thing sir i'm with you my friend yeah uh you know he 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 just gives you what you need him to give you yeah. six rebounds uh was was big um and, and speaking of boards the bulls i think as a team did a good job of sort of gang rebounding um in this game against the nuggets they actually out rebounded oh, yeah. the nuggets i think 55 51 was the wow. you know vooch and lonzo both had double digit boards Derek jones jr chipped in nine and how about troy brown jr you know you talk about not only you're you're missing demar but already before that you're missing javante green you're missing alex caruso with the hamstring you're missing kobe white because of that troy brown jr saw some of his more significant minutes this season he played 24 off the bench he chipped in eight boards Six assists, like nothing mm. huge, or I mean, sorry, uh, six points, eight mm. boards. But like, there were just a few moments in that game where like Troy Brown Jr. made a play when the Bulls needed somebody to make a play. Yes. And when you can have that from a guy who's not really even been in Donovan's normal rotation, mm -hmm. whether you're talking about Io getting moved into the starting lineup, whether you're talking about a guy like Troy Brown Jr. who was out of the rotation and now into it, next man up all over this team, next man up, guys are delivering. And if there's one guy who I was watching last night being like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know whose name I'm about to say. I know what you're going Matt, Tom Matt Thomas, there he buddy. Is. There he is. But you know what, Big Dave? Even on a night when Matt Thomas looked like not an NBA player, uh -huh. one moment when the Bulls needed him to not suck, and he drilled that wide open three. Finally, Matt Thomas. And it was as the Bulls were pulling away in the fourth quarter. It was a huge shot. Mm -hmm. Huge shot. Colossal shot, man. And I love that after he hit it, turned around, throw up the three-point sign, a signal, you know, with the confidence and the swagger. Oh, man, Matt Thomas. I call him the white flag. That is Matt Thomas because when Matt Thomas is in the game, the white flag is usually being raised by somebody. It's either that or the victory cigar. You know what I'm saying? One right. of the two. <laughs> one of the two. One of the two is happening, man. So, and, and not only did he come in the game, man, he came in the game early. Like he came in the yeah. game very, first, first very quarter. early. Yeah. He got first quarter minutes. Yes. I was like, oh dear God. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, and then he came in and you just for me, you know, I was being reminded of old Bulls teams for the past four years. Like, oh man, I don't want to see this again. Not this, that Thomas. But then I thought to myself, Billy Donovan got him in there for a reason. This this is not a dumb man. He's got him in there for a reason. There's something he's trying to instill. And what I'm thinking he's doing is, Matt, he knows that DeMar is going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? They know Kobe's out. Javante's out. You know what I'm saying? All these guys are out. He's going to need to instill some confidence in him because he's right. going to have to get some playing time. Two, he can shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude can shoot the three-point shot. It's what he does. Now, I want him to take the three when it's wider because there was a couple that he just passed up on that I was oh, like, yeah. dude, 
take the looked shot. Looked like he was so nervous to shoot when right, he was open. Right. I was like, dude, take the shot. But I like the one that he hit because it was in perfect rhythm. You know, after Zach missed that heat check three, and it was in perfect rhythm. After Zach scored like seven straight. <laughs> right. He, he, yeah. he missed that heat check three. Lonzo gets the rebound, kicks it over to him. It was in perfect rhythm, in perfect timing. And then you didn't see him again. <laughs> it right. was like, thank you, my friend. That's what I'm talking about. Come have a seat with Billy Donovan. So, yeah. but I think he's instilling confidence in him. But shout out to him for hitting that shot. Hopefully he can catch his fire in this next game if he's in there. Right. And, and that's what I was about to say. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Donovan sticks with Thomas and gives him another shot against the Cavs on Wednesday because that Cavs team has size on size on size on size on size on size. Like that team is big and they're good. And I am wondering if instead we see some spot minutes for Alize Johnson on Wednesday mm. instead of Matt Thomas, mm. if Billy's going to try and counteract um, mm. just all of the size all over that Cavs lineup. That Cavs team is, you know, that that's not that's a, that's not a walkover pushover team oh, that maybe no. we thought they would be coming into this season based on the roster. Obviously a big part of that is just the immense play that they're getting from their rookie, Evan Mobley. Yeah. You know, you got Jared Allen playing well. I think they got some, some guy Garland. from Finland. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mallory <laughs> Larkinen. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, know. Uh, I don't know who it is, man. I really don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. The Lowry South. I don't know who But, yeah, is. like you just said, dude, Dar Darius Garland, I, I think you could legit make an argument that Darius Garland's given himself an all-star resume for this Ooh, season. Like, yeah. That's, wow. You know what? That's not even – wow, I never even thought of it on that level, man. But I think you're right. Because every time I he's look play, up – He's playing that good. Yeah, every time I look up, he's like got 25, 26, you know, got about 8, 10 assists. You know what I'm saying? A few steals. Yeah, he he's impacting the game. And plus the team is winning on top of that. So I think that right. what really plays into what you're saying also. Um, yeah, so we'll see. That's Bulls-Cavs in Cleveland on Wednesday. Bulls will try and make it five wins in a row. Uh, they have 17 wins right now. Bull, uh, uh, Sorry, um, Mavs and Nets play tonight, Tuesday night, uh, one of the TNT games. If if our guy, if our guy John's guy Luca, you get that Mavs team to beat the Nets, the Bulls will be in sole possession of first place at the Eastern Conference at the oh, end of tonight. Oh, his sweet baby, which Luka. is crazy. Yeah, but yes. we got the Cavs on deck. Can't overlook them. And speaking of the Bulls' central division rivals, on tomorrow's episode, our Wednesday episode, we're going to talk about the big news around the NBA today, which was the Pacers might be looking to become sellers at the trade deadline. Karis Levert. Miles Turner, Demontis Sabonis, one or all of them on the trading block. Ooh, Bulls, Bulls, Bulls! Twitter was all a buzz about that today, <laughs> I, and I know, I know this guy right here loves him, some Miles Turner. So we'll spend our Wednesday episode talking about if, how, and what it would take for the Bulls to maybe get involved in some phone calls with the Pacers, if indeed mm. they are looking to move some of those pieces. Mm. So that's uh, that's tomorrow's episode. Check that and. Um, Thanks, as always, for listening. Hit that subscribe button and uh, the like button on this video on YouTube if you enjoyed it. Appreciate it. And uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, also, don't forget, if you live in or around Chicago, join us for this Windy City Bulls game Saturday, this Saturday, December 11th, a halftime Bulls podcast palooza with myself, Big Dave, and a bunch of our other members of the Bulls podcast community. Tickets available in our episode description of this episode right here. So look for that. Um, Big Dave, see you tomorrow, buddy. See you tomorrow, man. <laughs> Everybody else out there in Bulls Nation, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, Red. Be good. Peace out.